Hey, everybody. I'm Dan Davidson. And I'm Bill Smith. And it's time for the news from treknews.net. <laughs> Spanning the Alpha Quadrant. <laughs> Hold on. I need a second. For all the news on all the Star Trek show. It's treknews.net. Online at treknews.net. Of course, maybe we should call this treknews.net 2 electric boogaloo. Oh, my goodness. That would be something, wouldn't it? It would. So. Welcome, everybody, to the news from treknews.net, the uh, the oldest brand new Star Trek news podcast from Trek Geeks for the week of November 26th, 2020. It's amazing to think that we're already this deep in the year, Dan, but here we are. And first up, um, well, we're very saddened to learn of the passing of longtime Jeopardy host Alex Trebek, who clearly is, is just an icon in pop, pop culture. And he passed away recently after a very courageous battle with uh, pancreatic cancer. There are already discussions on who may be the new host of the long-running game show. And Star Trek fans might like one of the names floating around. Yeah, absolutely. They have named a, an interim fill-in for now, but I think they're still looking for a, a permanent replacement. Uh, we know that this particular actor was in Star Trek Insurrection, Donna, uh, and that <laughs> that is LeVar Burton. Of course, he spent seven years as Geordie LaForge on TNG, as well as all the movies. And of course, we remember him for his legendary portrayal of Kunta Kinte in Roots. And add to that his very successful reading Rainbow. He's just had an amazing career. Uh, but he has made it no secret that he would love to be the host of the show, and he's made comments like that for years and years. His name is considered to be among the top five for replacing the irreplaceable Mr. Trebek, and he took to Twitter recently to thank his fans, saying, quote, Even if nothing comes from it, I can't tell how much I appreciate y'all's love and support. And he also had a link to the Change.org petition called Make LeVar Burton the Next Host of Jeopardy. Kind of cool if it happens. Um, it, I, to this day, it's still weird for me to see him without a visor on, <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing because his career was started and defined by his eyes. In I know. <laughs> um, I think this would be fantastic. I mean, it, I mean, let's face it. There's never going to be another Alex Trebek. Right. When he started hosting Jeopardy 37 years ago, people were like, he, it, it, it's almost like watching new Star Trek today. There was a segment of fans going, he's no Art Fleming. Right. Um, and it turns out that. Alex Trebek was was the perfect host for Jeopardy all along. Mm -hmm. They'll never replace him. They can only succeed him. Exactly. Um, and Jeopardy will go on. Um, I think it would be great to see LeVar behind the podium. I know Ken Jennings is going to be the first guest host, which yes. I think is fantastic. Yep. Um, I can't think of a better first guest host than the guy who won the Tournament of Champions. Right. Um, but uh, here's it'll be interesting to see what happens. And here's to uh, keeping our fingers crossed for LeVar. Absolutely. Good luck to him. Also in the news this week, Dan, the captain who will be visiting Strange New Worlds, when the show of the same title pr premieres, is getting involved in some similar things here in the present. Yes, he is, Bill. Anson Mount, who of course played Captain Pike in season two of Star Trek Discovery, and will be reprising that role in the upcoming Star Trek Strange New Worlds series on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, is now seeking out new life and new civilizations from here on Earth. The scientific organization Messaging Extraterrestrial Intelligence, better known as METI, announced that Mount has joined its board of directors. Anson is thrilled, as you can tell by his official statement, which reads, quote, 
It is a distinct privilege to be asked to join the outstanding scientists, artists, and innovators that make up the METI team. I look forward to helping this organization expand its footprint in our cultural landscape and educate the general public about our endeavors to connect with extraterrestrial intelligence through scientific methods as we continue to grapple with the implications of this work. As a Starfleet captain, it brings me unbridled joy to be able to say that I am actually sending out a hail, end quote. That is pretty cool, man. <laughs> that is oh, really cool. It really is. I, it's, I had to laugh in the whole run up to this, this announcement, which one <laughs> I think is amazingly cool. Yeah. I love the fact that this is occurring. But so many people like, oh my God, Anson Mount's going to make a Star Trek announcement. It's like, yeah, no, he's not going to make a Star Trek announcement. <laughs> That's not how CBS does these things. Um, people were convinced everybody like, you know, was like, oh, we got to see what's going on. And I mean, it had the desired effect. People were paying attention to his announcement yep. and rightfully so, because I think this is an awesome development, but, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I've, you know, I, I think my brother signed on to do that years ago. Just, I don't even know what, what's involved in it, but, uh, it is very cool to have a captain actually on the board of directors. So. <laughs> Agreed. Before we get to our last story, I'm going to go crazy Ivan on you. And uh, I want to mention to everybody that on treknews.net right now, they actually have a great post on the best Black Friday week Star Trek deals and gift ideas. The holiday season is starting. Black Friday is almost upon us. In fact, many companies are doing Black Friday deals all week and all month long and probably all holiday season long. But uh, in this particular post on treknews.net, there's a free one month trial of CBS All Access. There are Star Trek Blu-ray and 4K and DVD deals um, of all kinds. There's Star Trek book deals. There's the Star Trek shirt club. Um, Mm. There's all kinds of things and plus some tech deals. So it's a post that I was actually reading last night before bed definitely worth checking out. It's helping me round out my Christmas list. And I'm pretty sure, Dan, it might help you round out yours. There's only one thing that I've really said I really want. I know I'm not going to get it from anybody that I know of, and that's the tree topper. <laughs> no, it's, it's funny you like, mention that's that. That's not going on our, it's not going on our tree. <laughs> so my younger sister, um, she is a police dispatcher and also a realtor. Um, she sent me the link. Like, if you said she wanted to get it for me, I'm like, look, please don't get it. Yeah, because it's not I, as much as I love it, as much as I love you for, for you know that that kindness and for thinking of me like that. There's no way it's going to be allowed on my tree, <laughs> and nope. I don't want it to sit in a box. Yep. yep. Um, that said, it's still it's still tough to not get. It's very disappointing that that's the only ship ornament they're coming out with here. I'm just going to say that right now here on TrekNews.net, the the new the, the the news from TrekNews.net. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, although it is amazing, they the way they work in concert with the yeah. uh, mirror universe ornaments, kind of cool. They tell a whole story together. Yeah, great job, Kevin Delmore. And thanks for sharing that with us all when you posted it online, Dayton Ward. Yeah, yeah. Another thing to thank him for. So, sure. Dan, uh, finally, our last story this week. And unfortunately, Star Trek has lost yet another legend, and this one was literally the guy that got Star Trek off the ground way back in the in the 60s. Yeah, he certainly was, buddy. Uh, sadly, Herbert Solo passed away last week at the age of 89 due to natural causes. 
Mr. Solo was the head of production at Desilu Studios, who oversaw the development of the original Star Trek series. TrekMovie.com reports that Solo started in the mailroom of the William Morris Agency and rose through the ranks at CBS and then on at Desilu Studios, where he was vice president of production. That's pretty awesome. Started in the mailroom, vice president of production. Uh, Very cool. He signed Gene Roddenberry to a development deal in 1964 and worked closely with him to get Star Trek sold to NBC, which, of course, premiered in September of 1966. Solo was instrumental in the development and marketing of Star Trek, and before it could be presented to the networks, it was he who worked with Gene Roddenberry on refining the pilots, including keeping Spock's pointed ears, but getting rid of the devilish red skin and tail. So that was him. Solo was credited as executive in charge of production for the first two seasons of TOS. All of us here at the Trek Geeks Podcast Network send our condolences to Mr. Solo's friends and family and thank him for everything he did for Star Trek. You know, it's amazing. Hand-picked by Lucille Ball herself mm-hmm. to come into Desilu and to start building out you know, some of their offerings like Star Trek. Right. Um, if you have never read the book that he co-authored with Bob Justman called Inside Star Trek, The Real Story, it is must read. It is a fantastic account from their perspective of what went on behind the scenes at Star Trek, including the whole Shatner toupee thing. I'm going to have to read that because I have not read it. Uh, I read it when it first came out. It oh. was a gigantic soft copy. Uh, okay. Paperback that was super thick. And I read that thing from cover to cover and I learned things that I never knew before. And these guys, they were there. They were in, mm-hmm. they were the decision makers working with Gene. Yeah. And so uh, it's, it's very interesting to read some of these accounts um, and how it differs from a lot of what we believe in pop culture even today. And that book came out easily 20 years ago or more. And I was going to say, and, and unfortunately, as Based on this story, there are not many of those people who were actually there behind the scenes and, you know, behind the camera and in front of the camera left to talk about those stories. So I'm going to have to check that out. That's very interesting, man. Yeah, it's 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 definitely worth the read. I can't recommend it highly enough. It's it's how I learned who Herb Solo was and certainly um, a, a huge, huge loss in the Star Trek pantheon. He doesn't he doesn't get enough credit along with so many other people like Gene Kuhn and, and Dorothy yeah. Fontana and all those. So that does it for the news from treknews.net for the week of November 26, 2020. We hope you all have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. And remember, for all the news on all the Star Trek's, yo, please visit our great friends at treknews.net. Have a great week, everybody. Live long and prosper. Coconut. Boogaloo.